The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. How dare you, little jabroni, come on to the rock show. Come on to the people's show. Come on to the premiere show, SmackDown, and run your mouth about how you're the WWE champion and run your mouth about how you're the game. Well, The Rock says, if you are the game, then quite frankly, you need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! The Rock says, The Rock says, The Rock says, The Rock says. Hello, and welcome to SmackDown Matters. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co host, Miss J to the Max. What's going on, Miss J? Not much. Same old, same old. Well, today that ends in five. No news is good news in this in this regard, so that's good. Yes, no, yes, things no, are well. No plans to be gallivanting around the country or around the globe in the upcoming months. Yes, I actually leave in a few hours to go to the airport. Ah, see, there you go. Where, where are we headed this time? Uh, just New York. Oh, just New York. You're gonna get your uh, your, your carry on. Yes, I have. You know, just you know, when I I, I try not to check any luggage when I'm traveling domestically. So <laughs> yeah, it's just to the end of the week. Okay. All right. So. Well, have fun. Enjoy. Be safe. And um, you fly Delta, so hopefully they don't have any issues with your flights. They better not, because I got my upgrades to first class for both my trip there and back, so I don't want no problems. Yeah, you want that pinky extended while you're drinking those good drinks Exactly. There. <laughs> like, I've been with y'all for years. I got all the statuses. Don't do me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that you could join us here on SmackDown Matters. You know, it's always a good time when you're here on the program. You can find us here on the CSPN at CSPN.us on the web. You can also subscribe to the show through any podcast app. All you have to do is subscribe to the Rasselcast dash the CSPN. Look for the logo with the new day holding the Rasselcast sign. And Smackdown Matters will show up in your podcast queue each and every week. So we'll give a quick recap. Uh, Liv Morgan won the money in the bank and cashed in. So she is now your Smackdown women's champion. So you are now rid of Ronda Rousey as your champion. How does it feel? For now, they still give her the microphone. They need to fix that. <laughs> like she's not the champ, but she's still. Why do they keep giving her a microphone? Uh, Street Profits and Usos had a really good matchup at uh, Money in the Bank with the Usos yes, winning. They did. But we had controversy. Yes, we had controversy. Street Montez Ford had his shoulder up, so we're getting a rematch at SummerSlam. Um, mm. Bobby Lashley defeated Austin Theory to become the U- the new United States champion. And then what happened? And then Austin Theory won the money in the bank. Who is pushing? Vince McMahon is like on the outs right now. Why is he still getting to make decisions? Because Vince is still the head of creative. He just gave up Vince the needs CEO to go title. And Vince needs to go retire and like play pickleball or something. That's what retirees <laughs> do. <laughs> Uh, Bianca Belair, she retained the Raw Women's Championship over Carmella. 
We need to get a deeper women's roster. WWE needs a deeper roster in general, man. Like, why even have the brand split anymore? You don't have enough people on both brands. Because Fox wanted to feel special. (sighs) Well, they need to do something. (laughs) So we start this week's edition of SmackDown with the bloodline to get things going. So they do their full entrance. And Theory yes. pops up on the stage with Cole asking if he's going to cash in his money in the bank contract. No. Now, of course he isn't. After a commercial break, so about 15 minutes of actual time passed before Roman even said anything. Roman gets on the mic. He talks about how happy he is to be here, including saying that he's hearing some mixed reactions from the fans. He says as long as God wakes him up every day, he can handle anything. Now he's here and seeing the Usos and his special counsel, and the council looks very shook. Um, so we hear about the things that Lesnar has done over the years. Uh, Heyman looks terrified, but Rain says it's okay, even as he hands Heyman the microphone and asks what's wrong. Heyman says he loves his tribal chief, but the problem is Brock Lesnar. We hear about the things that Brock has done over the years, and Heyman is worried that we're going to have to see a savage version of Roman Reigns. Putting Lesnar down for 10 seconds and Lesnar's final title shot is going to be near impossible and Reigns is going to have to do everything he can. Heyman believes in him and he takes a knee and then here comes Theory to take a lap around the ring but nothing happens. Um, Paul Heyman was very, very... I want to know why Austin... Yeah, I saw that promo. That was amazing. But I want to know why Austin Theory think he could be disrespectful to my tribal chief and special counsel and Deuce Deuce Tag Team Championships. (laughs) Champions. Like, the audacity of white men. Just saying. Yeah, Austin Theory's feeling real uh, confident about himself these days. Um, He's uh, basically saying, hey, after Brock and Roman kill each other at SummerSlam. He's going to swoop in, cash in, and become not only the United States champion, but the undisputed Universal champion all in one night. So, Yeah, okay. He's got lofty goals and expectations for himself. They need to stop trying to make Fetch happen. Fetch being Austin Theory. That was a reference to Mean Girls. We see the new and improved Viking Raiders taking on Jinder Mahal and Shanky. The bell rings. What do they look like? Uh, the Viking. They still look like the Viking Raiders. They're just actually pushing them as monsters now. Oh, what they should have been doing from the beginning. Right. Oh, okay. They're Got a, it. They're a monster heel tag team now. So kind of like what they did with the Bludgeon Brothers. If you remember uh, that. Yes, it was so long ago. Rest in peace to our boy John. Yeah, Mister Brody Lee, aka Luke Harper. Uh, the bell rings and Shanky goes to the floor to get his dance on. That leaves Jinder Mahal to get beaten down and he gets hit with the power bomb for the fast pin as the Viking Raiders are your winners. See, Jinder Mahal messed up when he took time off to go act. <laughs> Y'all ain't noticed he was a he was a had a reoccurring role on one of my favorite shows, Big Sky. Oh, really? 
Yes, what he was, was an enforcer. His... Oh, okay, yeah, okay, not playing... enforcer slash uh, assassin was slash he... right hand henchman. Was he pulling off any wrestling moves, choke slams, or was he just shooting a lot? Uh, he was doing a little bit of everything. Okay, all right, okay, gender. I see you out here getting your credits up. You know, he was actually, you know, despite him being a bad guy, he was actually a likable character. Okay, well that's good. That's good. Gender Mahal out here. Who who knew? setting up for life after wwe right 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 now we'll have to talk about that uh here at the end of the show as well uh post-match the viking raiders beat up gender again but the new day comes out the viking yes they say the viking raiders have beaten them up in recent weeks but those were unsanctioned beatings therefore new day has cards for official ass beatings and charges (laughs) the brawl is on with the new day getting destroyed in short order Wow. Talked all that wow. sh- and then got dealt with. It's because Big E, they still distracted. My boy Big E. Yeah. Um, Big E said that his uh, C1 is still um, a little slow in healing. They're going to uh, kind of give it more time and uh, do some more scans and tests in about a year after his injury and see where he's at then. So. Still Dang, has it, it hasn't been a year yet either. Oh, it? no, no, it hasn't. It's probably been about so he's three out or four for, months. So he's out for at least another year. Yes, at least at least another six months. But then he'd still have to rehab and stuff like that. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I say at least a year. Yeah. yeah. It will soon. So here's, uh, we look back at Happy Corbin jumping Pat McAfee and beating him down after Money in the Bank went off the air. Uh, did you see the picture of when they went to the UFC afterwards and Pat was in his neck brace? And he had his Dollar Tree neck brace. I sure did. <laughs> it's good to see that Pat McAfee uh, dresses up for all occasions. Him and Shawn Michaels, they have about the same formal attire. Uh, Kayfabe forever. <laughs> Pat McAfee and his wife, his black wife beater, black jeans and his chain. That's right. <laughs> so here's Walter for Intercontinental Title Open Challenge. Ludwig Kaiser doesn't think there's anyone worthy of this shot, while Gunter says it's foolish to defend the title against someone when you don't know they're coming. So out comes Shinsuke Nakamura to say that if Walter isn't ready, he'll face Ludwig Kaiser. Uh, Happy Corbin is on commentary, and uh, he's basically doing the Pat McAfee air guitar, proving that he can do whatever Pat McAfee can do. Oh, God. <laughs> it's not disrespect. More. It's a lot of disrespectfulness happening on this last week's episode of SmackDown. As Nakamura comes out, Corbin and Graves get on the announcer's table to play their air guitars as Cole looks like he's ready to jump off of the building. Um, My, I, I, I was ready to jump off the building too. <laughs> Sinsuke Nakamura versus Ludwig Kaiser. Uh, Nakamura got the win with the Kinsasha. But um, that was only part of the story. It's after the match, after Nakamura leaves, Walter yells at Kaiser. And then Walter demands that he stand up straight. He begins to chop this man across the chest as punishment. Not once, not uh, twice, not three times, but like six or seven times. Mm-mm. Couldn't pay me enough money. It might have done more to elevate Ludwig Kaiser in this 
than anything because there's a lot of respect given to that man. Yes, but remember who's head of creative. <laughs> I think he's in, never gonna give us what we want. <laughs> I think in the fans' eyes, they were like, "Yeah, you know what? That dude right there is pretty tough. We might actually have to cheer for him going forward." Because not only did he take against Sasha, but he took multiple, multiple chops from Walter. We'll see. We, re- my- we recap Liv Morgan's wild ride at Money in the Bank, resulting in her winning the SmackDown Women's title. So here comes Liv Morgan for her promo with Michael Cole. But first we get the You Deserve It chance. Morgan is rather emotional and talks about how she is going to fight to keep the title. So out comes Natalia to interrupt and says she wants the title, but then Ronda Rousey interrupts as well. <laughs> Ronda couldn't call in sick. <laughs> um, Rhonda says that she's gonna kick the credit out of Natalia. Clearly, the what? Credit. Clearly, uh, a misspoke, misspoken uh, word there. Uh, she said some weird word for Texas as well. I don't know what Rhonda was doing out here. She was all over the place. Um, but anyway, that earns her a cheap shot. And Natty gets chased off as we go to the break. So Natty attacked her, but then uh, she chases Natty off. So we go to the break, and that leads us to Ronda Rousey versus Natalia. The ankle lock on the apron sets up the ankle lock in the ring, and Natalia taps out. See, as soon as you start talking about Ronda Rousey, my uh, yeah, internet acting up. <laughs> It was like, who? Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> Didi in charge here, internet connection. Okay, like Ronda Rousey pulled the plug. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we got a quick rematch of our Money in the Bank um, title match, and Ronda Rousey was successful again. So here comes Max Dupree to introduce his maximum male model tennis collection. Oh, Marseille and Mansoa modeling oh, the gear and Dupree listing off their various descriptions and he says yes they are taking applications oh lord <laughs> so your boy LA Knight is now Max Dupree let me talk to you yeah he's just a manager it looks like now no longer wrestling and he's got Mason Mansoor. Um, uh, your thoughts, ma'am? It's a lot of thigh meat. Right. Well, you know, I wasn't a big L.A. Knight fan like that. His voice annoys me. <laughs> he's a good talker. I mean, he can cut a promo, but it's something about his voice I just don't want. Who is that that be lusting after him? Is that Sammy or Cammy D? I or think Bobo? that's Cammy D. Okay. Uh, so we yeah. take another look at Austin Theory making his lap around the ring while Roman and the Bloodline were cutting the opening promo. Theory says he's ready to cash in on either Roman Reigns or Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. With Theory gone, Mad Cat Moss comes up to say he'd love to shut Theory up. Now we have a tag team match between Aaliyah and Lacey Evans versus Shotzi Blackheart and Shayna Baszler. Lacey comes to the arena, she doesn't get the reception she wants, and then she does it again to a lot of reaction. Then she does it a third time just to make sure. 
Hold on again as Lacey grabs a mic and says that was a disappointing reaction. The fans know who she is because she poured her heart out on live TV and she gets that kind of reaction. She's an American hero and calls a bunch of fans fat. Lacey goes to leave, but Aaliyah's like, hey, where are you going? And when she turns around, she hits Aaliyah with the women's right, knocks her out, and we have no match because Shotzi and Shayna Baszler never even made it to the ring. Oh, gosh. Well, I forgot Aaliyah and Lacey Evans were on the roster. Well, at least they did something right coming off of um, Money in the Bank because the fans were booing the hell out of Lacey Evans uh, in the latter match. So they went ahead and switched her over to the to the heel side. So that was good. They needed to. They were they were booing Lacey and cheering Shotzi. I love it. <laughs> Usa, they need to give my girl Shotzi her uh get the tank back. A tank back. Yeah, no. Well, you know, they've they've tried to smooth Shotzi out a little bit. They you know No, I don't like watered down Shotzi. Yeah, they're trying I to want get her hardcore more like the other gutter punk women on Shotzi. the roster all manicured and less Whack. rough edges yeah Whack. on the, it the Usos taking on Los Lotharios in a champions contenders match Umberto gets shoved off the top setting off a super kick that leads into the 1D as the Usos are victorious over Los Lotharios good uh, I don't like this you know, minority on minority crime <laughs> after the match the Usos are shown uh, Montez Ford getting his shoulder up at Money in the Bank they are informed there's going to be a rematch at SummerSlam with rumors of a special guest referee the Usos are happy with that depending on who the special guest referee is which we don't know yet hmm. on the edge of our seats um, two things intersected this weekend for me uh, Binky and Montez Ford were the uh, pace car riders for NBC uh, yes. at the race uh, on yesterday so Jeff Burton former NASCAR driver took them around in an actual race car and uh, they got up to about 170 uh, on the track which is pretty good and uh, Montez Ford was basically like this is the best roller coaster ever and he said that it was the biggest adrenaline rush he's ever experienced. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. They out here. You know what? I speaking of worlds colliding, when I was in Chicago a couple weeks ago, Jay Cargill threw out the first pitch at the White Sox game. Oh, that's pretty dope. And, and nobody told nobody. I found <laughs> out two days later. I was like, I would have got there early if I had known that. Y'all couldn't send a tweet, a text. Yeah, Y'all AEW. Email me about everything else. AEW dropped the ball on that. They didn't even show it on Dynamite or anything. The White Sox dropped the ball too. Like, come on, man. Anyway, better not happen again. Now we have Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre. The winner goes on to get a title shot at Clash at the Castle. Hold on, though. Sheamus is coughing a lot, and he says he thinks he might have a touch of the COVIDs, so he can't a touch of the COVIDs. Yeah. <laughs> So he can't wrestle tonight because he needs to get tested, but Butch can take his place. So we have Drew McIntyre versus Butch. Butch goes for the arm to start, but Drew slips out, and the Claymore finishes 
off Butch as Drew McIntyre is your winner. This roster is so pathetic right now. Not the the people it's themselves, which is the amount of people not on the roster. Yeah, the lack of numbers, definitely. This fact that we're getting the same mat- mat- matches over and over and over and over. Uh, post-match, Drew beats up Ridge Holland and hoes off Sheamus with the sword. He cups the ropes, a la WrestleMania, for a bonus to end the show. Hmm. Well, not terrible show. No, it wasn't as good as the one last week, though. Last week's show was real good. Yeah. This show well, is okay. Well, you know, we can't always hit all cylinders every week. Right. With Vince is in charge. Speaking of Vince, it's been revealed this week that Vince McMahon paid over twelve million dollars to four women for further uh, NDAs and non-disclosure agreements for his uh, indiscretions, less than desirable actions. Yeah, that he's been committing out here, and it was also. Uh, brought up in this past uh, new findings that uh, one of the settlements was with a former talent. So, oh, I yes. wonder if it was Sable. Uh, somebody who was released in 2005. The Twitter detectives oh. have been on it. Oh, okay. They need to tell me who it is. I'm, I'm nosy. <laughs> I would like to know. Was well, Sable? No, Sable. 2005. She yes. was no, Sable on her way was, out the door. Yeah, she, but Sable was long gone by then. So, apparently, oh. what happened was um, Vince coerced a sexual encounter with this particular talent. And then, uh, you know, he wanted to go back for more. She refused. Uh, and then when it was time for her contract to be renewed, she basically did not get renewed and was let go. Ooh. With, oh, what about Ashley Macera? Well, no, she's not even alive to defend her so I wonder who it was in any case yes so that's unfortunate for those you know it sucks for those women right um it was just uh more news breaking today before we recorded that today yeah there seems there's going to be more uh, allegations coming down the pike so be prepared at some point ain't nothing gonna happen Later this week, for more things Ain't to come out. Ain't nothing gonna happen to Vince McMahon. Doesn't yeah. appear that way as of now, but you know, maybe this could be a, uh, a, you know, if it goes from, you know, four to seven, it could be like a Deshaun Watson thing. If this thing starts multiplying, then they just may have to do something just because, okay, it's getting outrageous, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess we'll, we just gotta wait and see, huh? Yeah, yeah. Also, breaking this past week, it still hasn't been officially, officially announced, but it seems more and more likely that Sasha and Naomi are no longer with WWE. Um, you know what? Good for them for taking up for themselves. Yep. They're going to be all right. Yep. They're going to uh, be just fine. So they got, uh, it's reported that they were uh, released, uh, they were removed, excuse me, from the internal roster. Um, 
And then I think they maybe they just have to wait till their contract actually expires before announcing it. I don't know. I don't know. Um, and also, um, Naomi, let me pull it up here. I saw her tweet or Instagram that yes. went out. Yes, uh, let me pull it up so I can uh, give it to everybody. Oh, it must be under my my account, not the WrestleCast account. But yes, so um, good luck to Sasha and Naomi and their next steps and whatever they're going to do because, you know, it's been a whole bunch of speculation going around and about, but we all know they're going to land on their feet and they'll be better off. Oh, for sure. Better off having stood up for themselves and stood up for what they believed in. Then just I got a question though. Status quo. Yes, ma'am. If Naomi is gone, well, Trinity is gone. How Jimmy gonna get home from uh now from see, events? Now see, because I know he ain't got no driver's license right now. Now see, that's where his brother will have to come in, and his brother live in Atlanta. <laughs> but they'd be on the shows <laughs> together, though. <laughs> what about the days when they? Oh, so the days that Jimmy is not there, that means he couldn't get a ride. They're tag team partners. They should always be together. There should never be a day where they're not with each other. I guess the tribal chief going to send a ride for him. <laughs> He'll secure his transportation. Hey, Paul, can you pick up Jimmy on the way? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so... Um, that was kind of the latest breaking news uh, within the last uh, since me and Mo Meltzer did the Mo Meltzer news segment last week. So there you have it. You're all oh, caught up. always on, always on top of the news. Yes, yes. Shout out to to Mo to the underscore Reese. Um, I think that's really everything as far as uh, WWE goes that we need to get caught up on. Um. Yeah, so is it Nyla Rose in a feud with Tony Storm right now? Am I mistaken or am I? Uh, Nyla Rose and Marina Shafir teamed up to go against Tony Storm and Thunder Rosa on this past episode of uh, Dynamite. So I, I maybe they might be heading in that direction. Uh, okay. Thunder Rosa is going to need a new challenger here uh, coming up for All Out, so I guess they'll get that stirred up this week on Dynamite. Um, Thunder Rosa and Tony Storm had the best tag team name ever Thunderstorm I like that mm-hmm. real good real good. Uh, and shout out to Layla Gray the interim baddie mm-hmm. <laughs> why is she just the interim because Red Velvet's hurt and so uh, oh. Stokely was like she wrestled Jade Jade beat her then um Chris Statlander and Ember Moon or Athena came out and they were getting the best of Jade and uh, Kiara Hogan and then Stokely said something to Layla Gray and Layla Gray doubled back and helped Jade and Kiara Hogan so of course Jade wasn't really feeling it so then this week they followed up and Stokely was like well since Red Velvet's hurt we had room for interim baddie and so he was like you know I offer her $1,100 for her services and I know that three is more than two and so it all worked out and uh, Jade was like well you know she better be worth it or whatever because if it's not it's your ass and kind of stormed off so yeah Leela Gray is, a, is our interim baddie 
Oh, okay. Yep, yep. Um, you Apparently saw, Don approves. Yes, two thumbs up. Uh, you saw John Moxley won the interim championship. He beat Tanahashi at the Forbidden Door, so he is our champion. Um, Eddie Kingston and John and uh, Eddie Kingston and Chris Jericho on the second night of Fighter Fest are going to have a Bob Wire death match. Okay. Yeah, they going out full FMW. This is who Eddie Kingston and who Chris Jericho. Oh, Chris Eddie Jericho. Kingston is on a is on a. Uh, a mission to make Chris Jericho bleed. He didn't make him bleed at Blood and Guts, and uh, Cesaro, or, or um, AKA Claudio, stole his thunder and got the win in the Blood and Guts match. So Eddie Kingston is like it's unfinished business. So he is wanting to see Jericho bleed. I mean, I'd be okay with that too. Now that we know he's a January sixth Trump supporter. <laughs> Um, Cesaro, aka Claudio, made his debut. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, our like Cesaro. Really big deal. And your man, Wardlow, is the new yes. TNT champion. He beat Scorpio yes. Sky this past Wednesday to become Less the Lisa new. is here <laughs> and accountable. To become the new uh, TNT champion. So that pretty much has you caught up on everything involving uh, AEW. Um, Ricky Starks cut this fantastic promo on Keith Lee and uh, Swerve Strickland. Um, yeah, Swerve. Yeah, almost. Blew did they break? Did they break them up? No, they teased it, but no, not yet. They're still together, so we're still swerving in their glory. They they were teasing some dissension amongst the street profits at Money in the Bank, but we haven't seen it. They better not. Corey Graves. Tag team division already real, real, uh, wait, who are the women's tag team tag, uh, There are no women's tag team champions. They, oh, they so. said they was going to have a tournament, but they never did because Sasha and Naomi were right. They didn't want to value the championship, so they stood, if I was them, I would have just took the belts too, but that could have been a charge and they would have, could have went to jail for that. Like this WWE property? <laughs> right. But just be, that shows you exactly what they were fighting for and the reason why they it was good they stood up because they haven't done anything with those titles or even hinted at doing anything with those titles. They're just there. Hmm. They're just there. Uh, we'll run through NXT real quick and then I'll let you go. Carmelo Hayes defended the title against Grayson Waller. He's still our North American champion. Uh, Santos Escobar uh, Tony D'Angelo did something to him. He beat him up real bad or whatever, put him in the hospital. Because, you know, Santos Escobar had really been down with Tony D'Angelo and all the moves he'd been making since they lost the match. He had to join the family. Uh, Braun Breaker, he retained the title against Cameron Grimes. And Core Jade and uh, Roxanne Perez, they are your new NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. Uh, your girls um, finally are not the tag team champions anymore. Toxic Attraction, they lost the titles. Oh, that's too bad. It wasn't to the team we wanted it to be, though. We were hoping it was going to be Little Team Sunshine, but they gave it to oh, Roxanne girl. Perez and and uh, Corey Jade. And uh, Roxanne Perez says she's going to go after the NXT Women's title this week. So, 
Cora Jade trying she to get all take the that right off of Mandy Rose, huh? Yep, yep. They're trying to give Cora Jade all the titles. And uh, the Creed brothers, they defeated Roderick Strong and Damon Kemp in the Battle of the Creed of the Diamond Mine to retain the tag team titles. How is Diamond Mine even still a thing when they lost Malcolm Bivens? They're trying to hold it together. Ivy Nile is doing her best. It's always up to the women, see? <laughs> well, at this point, Miss Jade to the max, I'm going to turn it over to you for your shout outs and thank yous. Yes, shout out to every member of the WrestleCast, all of our podcast hosts and co-hosts and DD who pops in here and there, but still holds it down when it's time for the rent to be paid. And to all our listeners and those who engage with us each and every week, you the best. Well, thank you, Miss Jade Cinemax, for joining me here on this week's edition of SmackDown Matters. Thank you to Mo to the underscore Reese for joining me on this week's broadcast. Miss Simi for joining me on NXT cast. Thank you to Miss Didi Jonay. Thank you to Sam and Greg. Shout out to Classic. Shout out to Mel because Mel always gets shout outs. Shout out to uh, Kyle Wren, Black Marvel, and Black Howling for holding down the Twitter spaces. Shout out to Miss Jupiter Julep, Miss V, Madame Lizette, Queen Mel Mindy, and all the other members of the Globe. We definitely appreciate y'all's support. Uh, support the show by becoming a patron. You can become a patron over on patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. Subscribe and become a patron and receive the AEW reviews with me and Miss Simi each and every week, plus before and after conversations before our recordings known as The Dark Match. Also, do some shopping with our sponsors over on our main page, CSPN.us. Click on the tab that says keep our podcast free at the top. Do some shopping with any of our sponsors and some of your purchase will come back to help keep things running free of charge on the site as well. So for my co-host, Miss Jade to the Max, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been SmackDown Matters. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. Adios. Who went up against the 21-0 Undertaker at WrestleMania and wasn't supposed to conquer the streak? Brock Lesnar. Who has his back against the wall right now, my tribal chief? Who is in a do-or-die situation? Who becomes an obscure reference in history, a footnote in the annals, in the chronicles of the tribal chief Roman Reigns, or who ends this all? Brock Lesnar. I'm scared. I'm scared because what's going to have to happen now is that we're going to have to see Roman Reigns go savage. We're going to have to see a violent Roman Reigns. We're going to have to see Roman Reigns smash Brock Lesnar because pinning Brock Lesnar down for three seconds is one thing, but putting him down for ten seconds in his final title match in a last man standing match is a whole different story. So you're going to have to show up on the 30th at SummerSlam and be a Roman Reigns like never before. The greatest performance in the history of Roman Reigns' career. The most violent, the most diabolical, the most dangerous. A beast slayer, a conqueror's conqueror, the goat of all goats.